0: Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. Welcome back everyone to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. I hope you had a fantastic holiday season with your family, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We took a little bit of a break over the holidays to just be present in the moment and to shut off from everything and just be with family and friends and loved ones and just really enjoy the moments and not worry about putting out episodes or putting out any content or anything that way. So uh, thank you guys for appreciating that, and uh, we're back now. So I wanted to start off this new year actually looking back at the previous year and the lessons learned from 2019, Uh, be it good lessons, be it challenging ones, uh, just taking the time to reflect and review on 2019 and what it brought myself uh, and what it brought to my environment and those that I'm surrounded with on a day-to-day basis. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this first episode of 2020, the lessons learned in 2019. How's it going, you guys? I can't believe it's already 2020. It's crazy, but I love it. Start of a new decade, start of a new year. It's gonna be an awesome one. Uh, I think we say that a lot, but I do truly feel that given what transpired in 2019, all the lessons learned, all of the things that happened, all the ups and downs, uh, they all lead you to uh the place that you are at now. And heading into this year, I'm just super pumped for it. Uh the last decade was an amazing one, lots of changes happened there too, and I'll be touching on that in future episodes. But for today, I wanted to take the time to review and reflect on the things that I learned and experienced in 2019, and in hopes that it can be relatable to you guys. Uh, Maybe some of you experienced these lessons as well uh, throughout 2019 that you were taking forward with you into 2020. So with that, let's dive in to the lessons learned in 2019. First and foremost, number one was take action. That is something that really hit home for me in 2019. Uh, I had an opportunity to sit down and chat with a now uh, close mentor of mine, someone I truly respect and admire, and in that meeting, the big takeaway uh, that he really instilled in me was to simply just take action, to stop thinking and overthinking and considering and worrying and All the other emotions that you can have when it comes to the things that you're looking to do and all the reasons why you stop or refrain from or delay doing those things as opposed to simply just taking action on what you are doing, what you're pursuing in your life. This was huge for me because for a long time, I've struggled with that notion and that actual step of just taking action on something no matter if it's perfect, no matter if it's quote-unquote ready to go, and just simply putting that step forward, taking that step forward, taking that action forward to doing the thing, to taking that opportunity as it's right there in front of you and taking action on it. It's amazing when you just do that and you just take that step All the worry, all the stress, all the uncertainty just kind of disappears. Doesn't mean it's gone forever, but it just disappears for that moment because you finally just took action on that thing that you have wanted to take action on for so long, but you were worried about whether it was the right time or the right fit or the right setup or structure or what people were going to think about it. Instead, once you just take action, now it's off your shoulders. Now you can truly create, you can truly develop, you can truly grow because you've done that first step. You've done that first thing that is truly, absolutely necessary for anything else to actually happen. And it's such a funny thing because by not taking action on it, you're actually limiting your potential for growth. You're limiting your potential to actually develop and move forward. Even though you think that you're not because in the moment you're like, well, I'm not going to do it yet because I need to refine this and this. So I'm developing it. I'm continuing to develop. No, you're just delaying. You're just not being honest with yourself. When when you just take action on it, now you have opportunity. Now you have skin in the game too. That's huge. Once you put skin in the game, now you actually are going to be focusing and paying more attention. Because now it like really matters, you know? And so that was a huge lesson for me in 2019, to just take action. Take action on, I started my podcast. And I just started recording episodes. And for those of you that have been listening since the start, or have just started listening now, and you've listened to some of the first episodes, you'll notice it's a different quality as things have progressed. Because when I first started, I was just spitballing. Just in the moment, be it driving in my car, be it wherever I was, just spitballing and just putting out information. Whereas now I'm refining the process. But I needed to just take action on creating the content and putting it out there to allow myself that ability to grow, to allow myself that ability to develop and figure out what actually works and what actually feels good and what actually looks good. So it was important for me to just simply take the action. And that's spread amongst everything else that I've done in my life uh, over the last year in taking action, even if it doesn't go anywhere. Even if it proves to just be a dud and it's not going to be something that I'm looking to continue to do, but still just taking the action on it. Because either you're going to grow and learn or you're going to win and crush it or you're going to do both. But we only have so much time on this earth to do the things that we want to do to leave the impact that we want to leave. So why delay taking action on the things that you want to do? So I learned that in 2019, but it is something that I'm going to be taking with me for the rest of my life and continuing to work at getting better at simply just taking action on the things that I want to accomplish in my life. Number two was declaring my vision and declaring your vision. What is it that you want to do? What does that look like? What does that feel like? This doesn't have to be set in stone, and it never is. But if you don't know what you want to be doing and what that vision looks like, how will you ever know if it's actually the right fit or the right thing? So that's something that in 2019, I really had to start to ask myself about and to become clear on. I had to ask myself what do I bring to the table? What do I, what are my strengths? What is my mission? And I needed to become clear on those things. And in doing so, it also led me to identify some areas of my strengths that I thought were my primary thing, but more so that they actually ended up being more sub- processes, and subcategories, and sub-abilities, things that supported everything else. And I recognized and understood that certain things like education is a massive component of my vision, that I truly love educating, whether it's my students at the college that I teach at. Or the members at my facility, or the coaches that I work and develop with. It's educating. And so my vision entails education as a big component of it. I am a neuroperformance coach through and through at heart. I love athletic development. I love working with individuals and developing them to their nth degree that they can possibly go to. But even within that comes education. Because it's not just about writing down sets and reps. It's about connecting and getting integrated with every individual and helping them understand the process. Understand the things that they're doing on a day-to-day basis to get better. Be it at a high level as an athlete or just as an individual in their life. Be it Relationship, work, you name it with their kids. educating is something that is truly a a massive component of my vision, and so it what took me declaring that and identifying my vision to really step into that even more so to really own it so I think that's really important for. All of you, whether you've done it already or you haven't, but you need to heading into 2020, sit down, identify what are your primary strengths? What are the things that support those strengths? What is your mission? What is the thing that you want to be doing, that mission in your life? And then what's your vision? Declare what that vision is, what that looks like. Become super clear on that. Because then you'll be able to execute. Then you'll be able to, guess what? Take action. So that you can further your life and the life of your loved ones. So you can do the things that you truly want to do. Not just trade your time for money. But actually you make the impact that you want to make and leave in your lifetime. So declare your vision. Big one for me in 2019. This next one always makes me laugh a little bit and is always something that other people, when I talk about it, uh, they find it challenging. And I understand And so one of the lessons that in 2019 that I really learned was to not care what others think. Now, sounds simple enough, but I get it. It's not actually that simple. And it seems kind of potentially egotistical. But it more so comes from a place of... When you stop caring about what others think about the actions that you're taking to better yourself or the choices you're making to improve your situation or the choices you make to better the situation for your family, whatever it is, when you stop caring about what other people think, now you're free. Now you're living life for you because let's be honest. Majority of you, majority of individuals, live their life in response to other people's opinions. I'm going to say that again. Majority live their life in response to other people's opinions. And so if you are living your life worrying or caring about what other people are going to think, you're not living You're in a bubble and you're trapping yourself in that. So it was really important for me to work that process of not caring what other people think what other people think, be it from loved ones to friends, to whoever, acquaintances. Because I know that for myself to develop and can step up and level up, I couldn't do it worrying about what other people were going to think about it. Because if I was doing that, and I was putting energy towards worrying what other people were going to think about it, now I'm not putting energy into the actual necessary areas or necessary things. So it took me Not caring what other people think. Despite the fact that I still love them. I still care about them. I still respect them and their opinions. But I'm going to do the things that I know I need to do. Some people won't like it. Some people will question it. Some people will take some sort of personal offense to it. Even though it has nothing to do with their life. And that's okay, because at the end of the day, 67 years from now, I'm not going to regret worrying about what other people thought of me for the actions that I took. I would regret not taking certain actions because of other people's opinions that is something I would regret. And I do not want to be on my deathbed regretting basing my life around other people's opinions. So in 2019, that was a big shift for me. To take the action because of the vision that I have and not care that other people might not agree, might not like it, might not support it, might feel attacked by it, might feel all sorts of feelings that make no sense. When you truly look at it and dig into it. And that's fine. Because it's what I needed to do for me. And it's what I continue to need to do for me. And in this one life. And this one at bat, That's what matters most. Number four. Areas of opportunity. So this is a concept that I really love and latched onto in 2019 as it relates to what some would consider weaknesses or things they're not good at. I reframed that process and that thought process, the wording, into areas of opportunity because... I was challenged by a mentor of mine in that exact way, where he asked me what were three what are three areas of opportunity for myself?" not what are three weaknesses? What are three things you suck at? No, what are three areas of opportunity? things that yeah, you may struggle with, things that you're not the best at but what are those areas of opportunity that you can do something about? It's an opportunity when you struggle at something. It's an opportunity when you're not the best at something. It's an opportunity when you feel that you need to improve upon something. So looking at things as areas of opportunity as opposed to weaknesses or anything else, was a really good mental shift for me in 2019. Because it helped to lay the framework and the system to improve upon those. And it's been really helpful in the work that I've done with other coaches and other clients in identifying areas of opportunity for themselves where they can grow and improve. And I found a really cool connection occur with individuals utilizing that concept of areas of opportunity. So it's a simple one. It's something that I think we all can identify. We have strengths, we have limitations, but let's look at them as opportunities. Let's reframe the thought process. We know That words matter. I'm going to keep saying this to you guys, that the words you speak matter. Your brain pays attention to them. So if you continually tell yourself that I suck at these things or I'm just not good at that thing or I'm always limited in this way, guess what? You will continue to suck You will continue to be not very good at that and you will continue to be limited. Change the words you use and change your outcome. So I challenge you to stop utilizing the words and the verbiage and the statements of, well, I suck at these things and start saying that you have areas of opportunity in these things. You have an area of opportunity to improve your mobility. You have an area of opportunity to improve your output. You have an area of opportunity to be a better father, a better teacher, a better boss, a better leader. There are areas of opportunity for you guys start using the verbiage associated with that and see that it impacts the changes that occur and the outcomes that occur. And this flows into lesson number five, which is communication. Now, it's something that is continually ongoing, that I'm continually working on and improving upon and trying to get better at. But communication is a big factor that really rose to the surface in 2019, not just personally in the sense of my need to be a better communicator and to continue to develop my abilities as a communicator, but also the lack of communication and effective communication in the industry. In the strength and conditioning world, the health and fitness world, just how poor effective communication is in an industry where communication is key. Where it's primary. Because what do we do as strength and conditioning coaches, health and fitness professionals, whatever you do in this realm, in this world, what is the primary first thing that you have to do? Communicate. And if you're unable to communicate effectively with the individual sitting in front of you or working in front of you or training in front of you, you are going to really struggle to help them accomplish what they want to accomplish. You're really going to struggle to get your point across or to help educate about the process involved. So personally, that was a big thing for me, is understanding and recognizing how much the industry is lacking in communication ability. And so it's something that I'm really pushing and really trying to drive home to the coaches that I work with, my team in-house, as well as other coaches that I work with, is developing their ability to communicate and what that actually means. We did an episode uh, a while back on Communication 101, just some real simple tidbits and tips on effective communication. So if you haven't listened to it yet, scroll back and find that Communication 101 episode. Uh, There's some really good little tidbits in that, uh, and it's something that we're going to continue to talk about and bring guest speakers on to discuss because it is truly unbelievably important. To be able to communicate effectively and well. And for myself, it's something that I've had to develop as a leader, as a boss, as an owner. In understanding how to do the simple things exceptionally well when it comes to communication. And we often joke about this in our relationships that we just need to communicate. We just need to say the simple things. But it's true. Just saying and acknowledging the simple things make all the difference, whether it's acknowledging you received a message, even if you don't have an answer to the message right now, but just simply that you received it. Communication is such an interesting thing because we often communicate not wanting to let anyone else down. And so what often happens is that we under communicate for worry about hurting someone's feelings or, or not, or letting someone down or because we feel we don't have an answer. But something that I want you guys to take with you when it comes to communication is to have radical honesty with it because that builds trust. And trust me it's something that I am still working on. Because yes, it's hard to communicate when it's hard. When the topic is hard, when the thing is hard that you're needing to discuss, it's tough. You have to step out of that comfort zone to communicate effectively. You need to know that it's you need to still communicate even when you don't get it right or you can't get it right. It's important to still communicate. Even if you stumble, while you're saying the things that you're trying to say, while you're trying to get the point across, while you're trying to relay a message, even if you stumble, it's okay. Just communicate still. Understand that yes, how what you're communicating may hurt someone, their feelings, their emotions, It will have an impact in some way, shape, or form on another person, another human being. But that's okay. Because it's better to communicate and talk it out than to withhold information. So this is an important piece to step into and step out of that comfort zone. Because yes, it does feel more comfortable just to refrain and hold back. Stay in your little comfortable bubble. But that always comes around to bite you. And here's the thing with communication. You have permission to change your mind. You may communicate something in the moment. But it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to say, hey, you know what? I actually, I don't feel that way anymore. And that's okay. But at the end of the day... Just communicate. Because that will take you further than holding back and staying in the quote comfort zone and withholding any communication. So I challenge you in 2020 as you move forward, communicate. Truly communicate, down to the simplest things. If you think a thought about a loved one, don't just keep it in your head. Communicate it to them. Tell them that thought that popped in your head about a time that you had together that made you smile. Communicate with a coworker That you may be upset with. As opposed to holding it in. And letting it build into something it doesn't need to. Communicate with those that are on your team. Around you in your life. The more you communicate. The clearer your life becomes. The less angst and stress you'll hold on to. And it'll take you so much further in your growth and your development. Something that's really helped me with this and is the number six lesson that I learned was having what most people would consider mentors, but having people that challenge you in your life. Having people that aren't just going to say yes and agree I took on that role for a few people in 2019, but it also came from the fact that I had those people and seeked out those people in my life as well in 2019. And it has been huge for me, because they have challenged me to step up into my true self. They've challenged me to think greater and bigger than what my little self was afraid to do or th- to think. So find someone, whether it's a mentor that you think or someone that's in your life that will challenge you in a positive way, a constructive way, but will challenge you to become your true self, your better self, your bigger self. And it was through that lesson of connecting with those individuals who challenged me and pushed me that I learned lesson number seven, which was that through struggle comes opportunity. Now, maybe this isn't a lesson that was learned in 2019, but it was definitely something that I identified and connected with. Because I've known that anything worthwhile comes through usually struggle and tough times. But it was definitely apparent in 2019 for me that through struggle and trying times and times when I wanted to I wanted to quit, I wanted to run, I wanted to hide, I wanted to throw in the towel. That opportunity came out of that. That growth and positivity sprouted. Now it's easy to be in those moments and to want to just give up. Want to just run, want to just throw in the towel. Say, fuck this, I'm out. Because life gets tough at times. Sometimes it throws so much at you that you're not sure you're going to be able to survive and come out the other end. And in 2019, that happened more than I wanted to ever experience. In 2019, I had moments that really were low moments. Really felt like all the weight of the world was on my back crushing me down. And at times I didn't know if I was going to make it out the other side. I didn't have a solution, which was scary. And it was a terrifying thing to feel and experience. But I'm a stubborn asshole And I always will just keep driving forward, no matter what. And so out of those tough, dark, deep struggles that I experienced, came opportunity. Came opportunity for growth and for development, for new connections to be made. New friendships. And so I jumped at those opportunities. And I'm so happy that I did. And I'm appreciative of the struggle that occurred before them. Not happy about the struggles, because they sucked, but I'm appreciative of those struggles. Because I know 10 years from now, those struggles are going to see micro compared to the whole scheme of things. One year from now, they're going to see micro. So I have to always remind myself that in those times of struggle, what is the opportunity? What is that area of opportunity that I can grasp hold of and take to allow me to step to another level, to grow and develop, to become more. So when you experience struggle, yes, it sucks, yes, it's tough, yes, it's not any fun, but keep your eyes open and become conscious of opportunities that are showing themselves to you. Take a hold of them. Take action on them. You'll know which ones feel right. So take those opportunities as they come out of those struggles that you experience. Pretty cool, amazing things can happen when you do. I know it's tough when those struggles are happening in those periods of time. And so if you need help getting through those times, reach out. Have those connections, have those mentors, have those people that are there to support you through that time. So you don't need to go about it alone. But know that there are areas of opportunity that will be there so long as you keep your eyes open for them. Lesson number eight. Kind of a morbid one, but also a positive one. But I had a close friend of mine lose her uh, only surviving parent now, uh, her mother, at a very young age. And so it really... reminded me of the scarcity of life. We have a four hundred trillion to one odds, four hundred trillion to one odds of being a human. We could have been born a tree or a rock or a bus. But we're a human. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do with those odds that you were born, that you're here, that you're listening to this podcast? What are you going to do with that chance? Because you don't know if you have 50 years on this earth, 70, 80, 100 Hell, some of you may be 110, 120 years. Maybe by then people will be living forever. Who knows? Either way, the scarcity of life and the opportunity of life really hit home for me in 2019. And has pushed me to, like lesson one, take action. To just do the things that you love to do. Do what you need to do. To support your family. To live the life that you want to live. To make the impact that you want to make. Do it. Don't wait. Don't overthink it. You have won at bat. Step up and crush it. It will be worth it. Because you have one opportunity that you've been given. Take advantage of it, you guys. It's truly an incredible odds to be able to be sitting here. For myself to be able to be recording this content and putting it out to the world. I'm truly thankful and appreciative. Because I know that it's my one at bat. And I want to leave an impact on this earth that people remember. I don't want to leave this earth just another name. That's personally for me. I want to leave having left an impact on a billion people. having connected and helped them change their life in some way, shape, or form. So what is it that you want to do with your one life, your one at bat? With those 400 trillion to one odds that you won. Frick, we can't win the lotto half the time. But you won those odds. You won the odds of life. Go do something about it. that realization and lesson brought me to lesson number nine, which was and which is living my true self. And what is that actually? And this is kind of a combo of lesson nine and lesson 10 for me. Lesson 10 being finding fluidity. So in working with one of my mentors, We were diving deep into myself and stepping out of what we called Small Morgan, the 12-year-old Morgan, and stepping into my true self and who I am today and who I am becoming. And a word that really stuck with me throughout that process was fluid and fluidity. Because in being fluid, and having fluidity as an individual, and and that being part of my true self, it meant being integral and having integrity. Being impeccable with my words, my actions, my intentions, my accountability, my discipline. It meant communicating and having radical honesty. Having that trust with those that I work with and experience life with. It meant being reliant, continuing to educate, continuing to be successful and gain more success, to continue to grow and thrive, and to continue to command and own the spaces that I am in. And being fluid meant the state of being that I'm in. Most note that I am quite a calm individual. And that is something that I take pride in because it's an energy that I feel helps others. It's an energy that I feel has helped me be the level of coach that I am. Because more often than not, people come with a very high stress state of being. And so my state of being, of being calm, tends to allow people to open up more. And to step into their own self. And find their own true self a little simpler, a little easier. Being respectful, honoring humanity, being reliant, having self-care. These are all things that really came to the forefront for me throughout 2019 and towards the end of it with living my true self. And it's something I'm continuing to develop and I'm continuing to work on. On a day-to-day basis to fulfill those things. To live my true self on a day-to-day basis. And to continue to find fluidity within my life. Because when I'm in that state, I'm fucking unstoppable. There's not one single person that can stop me when I am in that fluid state. And so I hope that you guys take the time and opportunity to identify what your true self is. To identify that thing that you connect with, that word, that feeling, that sensation that you connect with that brings you into that zone, into that space, into that environment that you can remind yourself of and bring yourself back to when you find yourself fleeting off somewhere else. Or being distracted by unnecessary things. For me, finding fluidity meant not being a yes man to everything in my life, to holding my ground, but also continuing to be that calm, caring, strong, present self in every environment that I step into. Finding fluidity meant having boundaries for myself and what I'm looking to do so that I can actually execute for others and for my life. So what does your true self look like? What is the thing that you need to find in order to stay connected to it? It's not easy. I guarantee you it'll take you sitting down, asking some tough questions, potentially having someone else ask you some tough questions in order to figure it out. But it is so damn worth it. Because once you figure it out, once you connect with it, and you become unstoppable. So 2019 for me, you guys, it was it was a big year. I learned a lot. I struggled a lot. There were some massive ups, some massive downs. But it was all necessary. Because I needed to go through it in order to step into... My true self, in order to be able to step up into bigger, better success and growth. I'm so thankful for it all, despite how tough it was, despite how upsetting it was at times, how stressful it was at times. I'm so thankful for all the lessons over the last year. I have no doubt there will be ups and downs every single year from here on out, like there has been in the past. But I know moving forward for myself, the lessons I learned in 2019 are going to take me way further because I've actually listened and paid attention and took those areas of opportunity to grow. As opposed to letting them continue to develop into something negative in my life. So it's 2020 now, you guys. Start taking action, become clear on your vision. Do the things that you feel you need to do and don't give a shit about what others think. Don't live your life in response to other people's opinions. Take hold of any of those opportunities that come your way. Ask for help. Seek guidance. Communicate to those around you, your loved ones, your workplace. Just communicate. Get it out. It's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast, because I got all this information up in my head, and I just need to get it out of my head. So for me, that's a big reason of communication for me. That's a big platform of communication for me. I do love connecting with you guys, and I hope that you guys love the topics that I I bring up. But like I've said from the start, a big reason why I do it is just to get it out of my head. And I hope that it at least connects with one of you. In 2020, whenever you face struggles, you guys know that there's areas of opportunity that are going to come your way. So be ready. Be open to them. 400 trillion to one odds. Don't let it go to waste. Do something about it. And find out, determine, identify your true self. What is that? What does that mean? What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that taste like? Figure that out for yourself. And massive things will occur for you. Not without hard work. Not without effort. But your life will be that much better for it. I am so pumped for this next year and this next decade. So pumped for the content that we're going to continue to put out. Truly appreciate you guys more than you know. Truly grateful for you guys for taking the time to listen, to give feedback, to let me know your thoughts. If there's something that you guys want to hear about, want to talk about, want to discuss, I would love to know, love to have you on, reach out. If you think that this episode or another episode would connect and help someone else you know level up in their life, please fire the information on. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Lessons learned in 2019. It was a hell of a year. Let's make this one even better. Well, there you have it, you guys. First episode of 2020. Looking back and reviewing and reflecting on the lessons learned in 2019. I hope that you guys were able to take something away from all those lessons that I learned personally in 2019. Maybe some of you experienced the same things, experienced the same lessons, were able to reflect and review uh, in the same way on some of those concepts. I also hope that You're able to take some of those things forward in your life into 2020, into this next decade. And to truly go after what you want in your life. I think too many of us are sitting stagnant because we're afraid. We're worried. We're unsure. And that's all fine. Those are fine emotions. Those are fine things to feel. But guess what? It's never going to change until you just take action on it. And you find out if it is truly what you want. You can always make a different choice. You can always change. You can always adapt. So I challenge you guys. Go after what you want. Go after what truly speaks to you. And lights that fire inside of you. Go after that purpose and that passion that fuels you. It'll be worth it. There may be struggles, there may be hard times Guaranteeing guarantee you there will be But it will be worth it Don't just sit by Clocking in, clocking out for your entire life The daily pursuit Foundation, the project It's about that daily pursuit Of going after the things that we want in our life From our love life, to our work life to our spiritual life, our mindset, everything. It's about going after it. That pursuit of leveling up in our life, you guys. So my hope is that you took something away from it. this episode and every other episode that we continue to put out. I truly hope it connects with at least one of you. Truly thankful for all of you and all of your continued support. Please like this episode, share it, leave a review. Let me know your thoughts, you guys. Let's attack 2020. Have a great day. Level up. Voices rising like a church choir, a wildfire, setting these to